Are you tired of spending big money on sunglasses? Well, I was. And I found this company on Instagram, and they're called Yeats. And they're great. Not only are they fashionable, but they're affordable. And that's even better. And they've got a little bit of a cool backstory, too. They're they're from Florida. The owners are Brianna Austin and Javier Chavez. And they start, you know, they worked at a jet ski rental business in Tampa, Florida, and they decided to turn a dream into a reality. And that's what is happening with Yeats. Yeatsofficial.com is where you can order your sunglasses. And let me tell you, they are affordable. They're anywhere between 35 and 40 bucks. My favorite pairs are the Humo, the Old Yellers, and the Faded. That's just my style. You know, your style might be different, but Yeats definitely has it. So go to Yeatsofficial.com or check them out on Instagram where I found them. Their handle is at Yeatsofficial. And check this out. Yeats is an exclamation of happiness, excitement, or all-around good energy. Doesn't everybody need that? Check them out. Yeatsofficial.com So the other day I was sitting on the couch and I got kind of bored. So I went upstairs, looked on the laptop, and I googled electric bikes. Because I wanted to ride my bike, but I couldn't ride the beach cruiser because I kind of hurt my knees. So I googled electric bikes and this cool company popped up called Borrow Our Bikes. I couldn't have been luckier to find this company. It was so easy and so seamless. I got on the phone, called the guy. He recommended renting the Hemiway Escape. Um, It ended up being the best bike ever. I definitely want to buy one now. But they are on Instagram. Their handle is at Borrow Our Bikes. And I seriously... Like I said, had the easiest experience I've ever had. The guy showed up, dropped the bike off, gave me a few simple instructions. When I was done with the bike and done renting it, he showed up when he said he was going to show up and picked the bike up for me. Didn't have to move the bike or do anything. All I had to do was hop on it, ride it, and have fun. And that's the kind of experience I expected. And they came through in the biggest way. And that's why I'm talking about them right now. If you want to check them out, Go ahead. You can find them at borrowourbikes.com. Welcome to Highly Irritable. This is my daddy's show.
coming at ya. Yeah, there goes my hero. Humana, humana, humana. Welcome to episode 21 on the Highly Irritable Podcast. I am your host, Adam Lee, followed by the most beautiful woman I think I've ever seen in my entire life. You think or you know? <laughs> I know. Kidding. Marissa Jane. Is on the mic. I sure am. Well, we made it. I know. Episode 21. I That's can't believe it. a huge accomplishment. And I played the Foo Fighters for a couple different reasons to open up the show. Number one, because this song has so many meanings to it for me personally. And every time I play it, it has something to do with someone who's been very important in my life in the moment that I needed them to be important, if that makes sense. Right. And you have been that person. So I am dedicating that song to you right now. Number one. And number two, the Foo Fighters were in the news. Oh, were they? Because they have their shows going on right now. They're touring again. They opened Madison Square Garden. Did you know that? No, I didn't. It was like basically the the first really big rock show that actually went on in the United States was at Madison Square Garden with the Foo Fighters. And the only way you could get in is if you were vaxxed. You know, I did think you, you told me about this. And, you know... There were so many people trying to protest this. Right. And in my opinion, I've always swayed towards the side of anti-vax. Correct. But in this particular situation with the, the way that things are currently, I don't think that's wrong. Okay. And I think it's because you kind of, you're trying to protect these people from imminent danger, I guess you could say. Yeah, I totally get that. I don't know. I, I think I side um, on the opposite side only because um, during flu season, how many people die? Like tons, tons of people die during mm-hmm. flu season, but you don't see them requiring a flu shot before you go to concerts during flu season. Do you understand what I'm saying? 100%. And I've, I've heard a lot of nurses say that COVID is just the new flu. So, I mean, if that's true, that's even more of a reason. I, I don't, I don't think that they should have to require a vaccine for a concert. I mean, school, I understand it's a little bit different, but I think a concert was a little too far. Just my personal opinion. I agree with you. I I agree on both fronts, though, because I believe that if the Foo Fighters are saying, like, look, to come to our show, we want you vaccinated, then that's their choice. Right. And they're taking a huge risk because there could be many people who say, screw you, Foo Fighters, you know, we don't want to go to your show ever again or buy any of your music right that's a pretty big front to take mm-hmm. um so either way it's 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 a it's a big step you know yeah and that's kind of just what we're going into that's the direction of of humanity at the moment is everything is so crazy right yeah it I definitely mean, is to go to a rock show you got to get vaccinated I just, it's, it's wild. I mean, and here's the thing. I am going to do that because I don't want to miss out on seeing live music because of how big of a player it is in my life. Right. And I almost feel like they're being used for that purpose because how many other people are going to do exactly what you're doing? Going to get vaccinated just to go 
to concerts, Mm. you know, not for any medical purpose, not because they were going to do it before, but I mean, they're, they're being huge advocates for vaccines right now to do that because so many more people are going to get it just to go see them. That's yeah. Anyways, beyond that, you're my hero this week. (laughs) You're so sweet. Um, and you know why? Correct. I had a huge bout basically the last two weeks with anxiety. And for my fans, just to let you guys know, um, it was incredibly debilitating. And it was basically like to the point where I didn't even feel like a man anymore. I mean, you start to question things, you know, you start to question things in your head. Like, am I good enough for somebody? Am I this? Am I that? Like, you know, and I had those feelings sometimes with Marissa, but Marissa deals with anxiety every single day of her life and she's learned how to deal with it. I'm still a newbie. And this is like the second year of me dealing with this in this type of way. So for this week to come up the way it did or the last two weeks, it was incredibly difficult. And I have to say, if it wasn't for Marissa, I don't know where I would be. And I genuinely, genuinely mean that. Like with all my heart. And I know I'm getting fucking weird with the first. Getting sappy with it, but that's okay. I mean, when we when we say that we deal with anxiety and depression and we talk about it, we're not kidding. You know, these are real things that we struggle with on a daily basis. Daily. You know? And I think it's just like a nice reminder that like we're all human and it's okay, especially for men to be able to have feelings you know, and let it out when they need to, because there's such a huge stigma on you guys have to be the rock and you can't show emotion and, you know, you're not supposed to cry, you know, big boys don't cry and stuff like that. You know, like you, I don't know. No, I think you're, it's just good to, you're on the path that I was taking. Um, it, it like, I gotta say, like I broke down probably five or six times. Would you say? Yeah. Where I, I had some mental breakdowns. I was in my closet crying. Uh, Marissa was to the point where she couldn't even really console me. And there, she didn't know what to do because I felt completely alone. I felt completely in the dark. I was afraid to go to sleep. Whew, I got a little bit of gas there. <laughs> I was afraid to go to sleep. And when you're in a dark place like that, For a recovering addict, that's the worst place you want to be in because the first thing you want to do is isolate. And I wanted to isolate away from the entire world. I stopped posting on Instagram. I stopped thinking about the show. When we did the show with Mary Gibbs, I was going through it bad. And it was like really hard to focus. I probably could have dragged that interview out another 10 to 15 minutes with way more interesting things. But I, you know... I had I had to end it where I did because it was starting to come up. I had to literally go outside and go for a walk. Right. Come back in and finish the second episode or the second part of that episode. Yeah. So episode 20 was definitely a big deal. Um you know, and I just need to say to Marissa on air, I guess, because this is what this show is all about is to bring our shit to air. So we can face each other face to face and get the real stuff out. Some of it's comedy 
and some of it's dark and some of it's, you know, some of it's real and whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? But it's at the same time, this is exactly what this show was made for. Yeah. Was to be completely transparent between the two of us and between our fans. And you've also said from the beginning, like, sometimes you're going to laugh with us and sometimes you're going to cry with us. And Mm -hmm. it is what it is. And you're just along for the ride, you know? Yeah. And and for Scott Kimball right now, you know, sitting in your chair saying, what a pussy. Go fuck yourself, buddy. I love you, (laughs) but kiss my ass. I am an emotional person and you know that. And that's why you're my friend. But anyways, needless to say, opening the show today is a good thing because we made it past the worst anxiety I've ever had. And I hope it never gets that bad again. But I've come to realize that life is life and it's going to deal with deal you what it needs to deal you. <laughs> You've got to be able to go with it or you're going to curl up in a ball like I did for two weeks and not and basically just turn into dust. I mean, that's the reality of it. Yeah. And with that said, I mean, did you guys know that Big Brother? <laughs> oh, my God. Here he goes. Uh, did you know that the uh, season 23 uh, cast members were selected for Big Brother? God, I don't know if it's good that you can, like, flip a switch like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was more comedy, actually. but I know. <laughs> I didn't want to, like, keep being dark and have you guys, like, go into a coma with us but right 10 minutes is enough touching on that subject and what I went through the last week and you it's know, funny because I was just about to play you off stage with the Oscar music <laughs> and then you did it to yourself I did I went and cut myself off yeah I gave myself that 10 minute Thank timer god because I didn't want to be the asshole to do it for you <laughs> I know it's about me, guys, but womp, womp, Yeah, womp. right? You <laughs> want a little stage. cheese with that wine? Yeah. Wah. Wah. <laughs> okay, okay. So what about Big Brother? Wah. I'm sad. Um, Big Brother, they, they chose the, uh, for season 23, the cast members were chosen. You can stream it on Paramount Plus right now. Oh, so they're back and they've started their next season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ew. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know we're watching that Mm -hmm. and on Paramount Plus with my commercial free streaming. (laughs) Shit is getting real. That's right. Shit is getting real on Paramount Plus. And then just so you guys also know, for all you gents down there in Texas, Vivid Seats is selling tickets for the Hamilton experience. Although I'm like, who the hell in Texas with all these hard ass cowboys down there? are going to go to a Hamilton play. And I just want to point out, it's okay for him to do that because his, his dad's from Texas. Yeah. And, so. and like, no offense to all my Texas fans, but you guys kind of have to laugh at that too, right? Tuesday, November 16th, Sunday uh, through Sunday, December 5th at Music Hall at Fair Park in Dallas. The Hamilton play, well, Hamilton by Lin-Manuel Miranda is going. You can get your tickets on Vivid Seats, so... I'll have that uh, link in the show notes. <laughs> awesome. Right, for Hamilton. I'm sorry, aren't you trying to sell them tickets? I, I don't know if I really want to on that one. I was, <laughs> I was really hesitant. Go watch it, but I mean, if you don't want to, we understand. Yeah, back to a few fighters. <laughs> 
No, but that really is a great oh, song. I love gosh. the Foo Fighters. And damn it to hell, we are on episode 21. Right. Can you believe it? What are we going to do with ourselves? I don't know, but I, I think it's great. I think that we've made it for a long way. And, you know, for episode 21, you got anything like as far as news? <laughs> um, do you want the good, the bad, or the ugly? I want it all, kind of. I mean, let's, let's, uh, it's Wednesday, July fucking 6th, 5th already. It's not Wednesday. Or sorry, Monday. Oh my God, you threw me off for a second. I was going to say it's hump day. Why Is it Monday? What? Why am I not in a better mood? Oh, because it's Monday. The reason <laughs> why is because we're recording today, but that the show drops Wednesday. Sense. Oh, okay. Yes. So my bad. I'm we are sorry, not live. Guys, I'm a stay at home mom. You can't mess up my days of the week like that because I don't <laughs> know where I am half the time. Right. When I ask you what day it is, you have to just give it to me straight. You can't do this <laughs> whole what day we air bullshit. <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> anyway. So what do you got in the news so today? I have something, you know, interesting. And then I have something a little more negative. Which would you like first? Let's go with something interesting. Okay. So. I don't know if anybody else has heard. I know you didn't when I told you earlier, but Jennifer Lopez is back with Ben Affleck. <laughs> Benifer is back together. What happened to A-Rod? Mm, womp, womp, womp. Wow. She's dusted so many people. Like, I could only imagine what a beating that woman is. Like, Okay, so first things first... <laughs> I I just don't understand that. Right. So she um said that she's currently having the best time of her life right now. <laughs> <laughs> she re- uh revealed that in an interview. Uh she said that she's super happy and she knows that people are always wondering, "How are you? What's going on? Are you okay?" This is it. I've never been better. So basically, that's like a fuck you to like everyone she's ever dated beforehand, besides previous Ben Affleck. Well, so all of a sudden now you and Ben are good again? Right. Stop. (laughs) She, that woman, let me tell you something. I could only imagine what a beating that woman is. Like imagine being with that girl. Um, she's still wearing booty shorts at 51. Uh, Imagine being with that girl. I think he's living his best life right now, staring at her ass on the beach. I don't think so. I think that, uh, what's her name? His ex-wife was way hotter than her. Um, what was her name? I can't think of it. God, it was, she's been in those superhero movies. I can't remember, but she was way hotter than J-Lo. And J-Lo, dude, you could just tell, like, she's she's evil. Like, she went on Ellen DeGeneres one time. And I remember Ellen was just trying to, like, have fun with her because she was doing, I think she was doing, like, her Vegas show or whatever. But she's such a snob. It's unbelievable. And then on top of that, like, watching her on stage at the New York or the New Year's Eve celebration thing was, like, almost embarrassing. Because she was so terrible. It was. And she looked like she was fucking Freezing too. And she's still Jenny from the block. Why do they always put them in like the coldest looking outfits too? Have you ever noticed that? Because they have to try to make them look hot. She's 50 with like six 
thousand dollar six billion dollars worth of fucking plastic surgery true i guess maybe they're permanently warm huh. Jeez, i i still can't understand like oh uh, here she is she thinks she's so cool and I know where I'm from You hear locks in the air She's Jenny from the block She didn't have a little But she had a lot I'm sorry That so never terrible. gets old though It fuck. She's so terrible I can't believe her no, she's a classic. She's I'm in the sorry. news. She's we we have the opposite. The know. only headlines this girl gets is when she breaks up and starts seeing someone else because that's, like people are still fascinated with younger, who yeah. she's dating. Like you haven't figured out over the last thirty years that she's atrocious with with relationships. She's terrible because people like figure somebody at her age would be married with like kids and shit. You know what I mean? So it's like. No. Ooh, what is she doing? Who is she with? Well, you, you could, know, you could kind of see like on A Rod's face over the last year, whenever they showed like public appearances, that he was like literally at his wits' end. Yeah. And quite honestly, why do any of those people? Why do any rich and famous people date someone if they weren't married before they got famous? Why? What's the point? You might as well just go around and have the greatest time of your life, not being tied down to anybody. Because everybody wants to be around you anyways. Yeah. So why would you go? Like, who cares if Ben wants to date you? Like, just stay away from him. Like, she has not been by herself ever. She literally needs to learn. Ooh, I'm gassy. She literally needs to learn, like, <laughs> I wish I could fart on this <laughs> microphone just to, like, show how much I care about J-Lo. <laughs> Guys, I'm laughing so hard. I'm sorry. I'm not quiet. I'm literally dying of laughter every time i think of j-lo i think of that skid mark in my underwear that just won't go away yeah and i'm so embarrassed by it i'm so tired (laughs) are you tired of washing it i'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding too far too far please don't leave yeah let's move on we promise we'll stop let's move away from j-lo um yeah no but one last thing about a rod i guess when they had split he was like holding out hope that they would get back together so you're completely wrong he was not at his wits end he did want to get back together um i guess sort like a source maybe one of his friends had said um that he was holding on to the fact that he thought they were going to work things out he didn't know like you've been canceled bro yeah, I, your your major league baseball stuff is not cool anymore. I saw something. I think it was like on TikTok or whatever, probably TikTok, um, that says like when a chick leaves, she leaves mentally first before physically. So J Lo was like long gone before like her body Duh. exited. She's been long gone <laughs> for thirty years. <laughs> Skid yeah. mark. No, she she was done with you before she actually left you. There's no. Yeah. But then it makes me wonder, like. What did Ben do to make them like? <laughs> he didn't understand that she's J Lo and she's J from the block. Uh, and I just farted in my chair. That's what I think of J Lo. A big fat steamy bow. Sitting in the toilet by itself. Flush, 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 get down. 
Don't be fooled by the stink in the toilet It's just J-Lo With Ben and what's no Who's next for this bitch She's just gonna eat the man and switch Does she know who is next? Nobody does now <laughs> J-Lo J-Lo She's like a big diamond Don't get fooled by the rocks Cause it's J-Lo I think we need to start doing these podcasts earlier because it is way past your bedtime. J-Lo. I'm such a night owl, dude. This is like right down my alley. This is like when you this get wild. A, this is like when my brain starts literally working the at full tilt. juices start flowing. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. And I don't think that, that song rhymed, but because it is poetry, it is also art, according to Frankie. Oh, yeah. Frankie from Frankie and Grace, my new favorite show. Wow, you just did that to yourself, huh? I did. I love that show. And I don't give a crap who doesn't like it, but it is the greatest show ever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what do we got next? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying. Besides you, like, losing your brain. Uh, it's just like I have this thing lately, like, when you start singing, I think I'm, like, allergic to it. Mm. <clears throat> a lot of people are. <clears throat> Anybody else coughing in their car right now? Yeah, guess what? That line wraps around the building, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Oh, yeah. You want your your little bit negative news? Yeah. That kind of, like, bummed me out a little bit to hear it. Um, yeah. Bill Cosby was released from prison on Wednesday. Oh, Dr. Huxtable. Yeah. Uh, America's dad, or not so deadly dad. Um, yeah. Well, so, he was acquitted. Right? Yeah. So I think I read about that. Their highest court overturned his sexual assault conviction, saying that disgraced actors' due process rights were violated. So, whatever that means, somehow (laughs) it managed to get him out of prison. But I believe he did like close to three years, right? Yeah. I mean, either way, he served his time. Yeah. Well, they originally said he had to serve three to ten years. So I think he did like the bare minimum, yeah. which is what the actors always do, right? But I never believed minimum. that Dr. Huxtable drugged and raped women in the 70s. I just don't believe it. I no? don't. No. Because the guy was like, the guy was busting Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy's balls about cussing during their comedy act. Do you think he was going to rape and drug women? Or like... Even be close to that. Maybe he's a dirty dude. Beyond that, what people don't don't know. No, I don't. I don't. I think those women were paid because he came out against the black community and he had a problem with them. And as soon as that happened, boom, charges got brought up. And these women came out of the woodworks from the 70s. Like you waited this long to come out and tell me that Bill Cosby snuck something in your pudding pop. Stop. Mm. It's ridiculous. And I, I really don't think that it happened. I don't believe it. Like, I can't believe it. Because the guy was being, like, investigated by the president in the 70s. Even his lawyer said that. Like, he was he was under investigation by the FBI for other stuff. Like, they were trying to tag him because he was, he was one of those people that were political. So he was like, you know, he spoke his mind. Right. So I don't think that he would go do something that would cause him turmoil and put him in an even bigger spotlight. Okay, so then why would they let him out? Because he was acquitted on um, evidence. The judge that heard the case, apparently, and I could be wrong, but this is what I read, 
the judge that heard the case threw the case out and released him from prison. So well, he okay. actually was acquitted of the charges. So he actually did, according to the courts, he's no longer a rapist. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. But you're saying, so your whole conspiracy theory on it is that he had never done it. And the reason behind it is because he had like a falling out and all this negative stuff. So they like pinned it on him to get him sent to prison, blah, 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 kind of get him out of the way. So from what I've heard uh, recently, why wouldn't they have just like Epstein his ass if they didn't want him around? Why let him out of prison? I don't think he was that big of a threat. I don't think he held like any in let's face it. Epstein has a list of some pretty powerful people <laughs> that are trafficking children and he had to go. Oh, we so all know basically, that. Basically, he Cosby. It's just enough to kind of like shut him up a little bit. Well, he didn't have any damaging evidence. Probably, I don't. I don't know. I don't think the guy really wanted that. I think the guy kind of just kept to himself most of the time. Interesting. Well, Other than no, when he, he probably stood, will. But but see, actors from the sixties, seventies, and they were big into. Uh, they were big into what you call it. God, I can't believe. Protest. They were big into protesting and, and speaking and sticking to a side. So, like, back in the day, what makes you think that that it, like it was anything bad? I mean, and, and let's go to something else. I don't believe for one second that these women and men that get into these situations with famous people, per se, they don't know what's happening. Like, that part of it boggles my mind. Like, you didn't consent? Okay. Like, you didn't yeah, You didn't say, like... It, it'd have to be, like, were any of them minors or no minors? Were they adults? I don't know enough about this case either. to speak on it. I can't but either, but... All I know is it, like, forefronted the Me Too movement, correct? I mean, yes, this is, it like, did. a huge thing. It was so, during I mean, the Me Too movement, and this is kind of something that was, like, it was cancel culture, Me Too movement, the whole nine yards. Like, it was all the front of it. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are going to be upset by this because I feel like it's like undoing a lot that's been done actually, or maybe not undoing, but it's, I don't know. I feel like it's just a little bit of a, like a smack in the face to let him out. Personally, I, I think he did it. You know, oh, so I you see why, it. I see why you think he didn't personally. I just don't think that comes out of nowhere, but I mean, it's Dr. Huxtable know. for God's sakes. Like, I mean, yes, but you never know who people are behind closed doors people put on a, a smile and they laugh but you never know what they're hiding you just don't that's true and, and honestly these people that are famous and stuff and have money there's so many things going on about this how they they're trafficking kids i mean yes they're trying to sweep that all under the rug i mean and what is that pizza gate and the wayfair yeah. thing uh, yeah we are like totally we on conspiracy theories nothing. tonight on highly irritable yes we're no longer irritable we are conspiracy theorists yeah we are changing the format of the podcast the news is just too much today yes you asked me for news. I am delivering. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Yeah. Or write Rate us. It, whatever. Did Rate you guys it. hear that Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani are finally married? I know. World's I think they had to. Best um, couple. Right. I think they had to put it off because of COVID. So they're finally married. <laughs> finally. After like what? A long year and a half of like this COVID craze. They finally just tied the knot. Did you hear that? Uh. Vanessa Williams is getting slammed um, for the black national anthem. No. 
Yeah, I, I don't know what the difference was, but she's getting slammed. It looks like Williams hosted PBS at Capital Fourth on Sunday. It had been announced that she would sing Lift Every Voice and Sing, which has become known as the Black National Anthem. In the promotion leading to the show, Williams talked about the including song or about including the song. It's in celebration of wonderful opportunity that we now have to celebrate Juneteenth. USA Today reported the former Miss America saying, so we are reflective of the times. Juneteenth commemorates the emancipation of African-American slaves was declared a federal holiday in the United States this year. Mm -hmm. So all these people are pissed off and they're bashing her for singing that on the 4th of July. But she did both, right? You said she included it, so she did both? Yeah, but they're slamming her for singing it, for her performance. Interesting. I think it's kind of, like, funny, but whatever. Why, why get so upset about that? Come on, like, we have bigger know. problems in this world. Like We I, do. The things that people let upset them, I'll never understand. Yeah. I don't know. The news is very interesting. Right? There's a lot of crazy things going on. I know. I'm kind of happy we did this segment because it gives me a chance to kind of like, like fall back into like (laughs) news topics and like the gossip of like what's going on. I know. You know, as like a stay at home mom, I'm kind of like, you know, pushed away, I feel like. And now I get a chance to like read up on it. You're like, did you read the news? And I'm like, oh, let me get on it. (laughs) Well, there is more important news there out there still. I mean, even though we covered some of the big stuff. But yeah. the Hubble telescope has actually stopped working. The what? <clears throat> the Hubble telescope. Oh, you're getting into like the real news, right? Not well, no, this isn't real stuff. news. This is news that nobody really talks about. But Hubble has given us so many pictures of places that we could have never, we can't go as humans. Right. And it stopped working, which is kind of a bummer. I mean, well, so R.I.P., well, I'm Hubble. sure they'll have another one or get it working again. I hope they can get it working remotely, but how cool is it that it's still able to transmit things back to the Earth from how far away it is? Right. There's some cool galaxy pictures that they have. Like, it's so insane. I, I can't even, it's just crazy. I wish that it, we could go like a whole hour on Hubble. I love science. I know you do. You're like, I don't know. You. Always, I feel like you're one of those people that like to watch the History Channel and like the Planet Channel. <laughs> like you just, <laughs> you like that kind of stuff. Me, I'm like, if it has to do with like planets, it's like the alien conspiracy shows right. and like, <laughs> right? What's out there in the galaxies? Like that's the kind of stuff you're gonna catch me watching. But you, you're like learning the science behind it. Like which is the hottest planet to live on and stuff. I'm like the one, uh. the show that you fall asleep to. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> tell me about the uh, aliens. <laughs> man. Uh, well, we've reached that point. Should we take a quick break? Yeah. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break, um, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're going over the current irritations and we are going to touch up on the current life of the Smith family. irritations are funny this week too you guys do not want to miss this so when we come back we will have something funny for you finally we're going to touch up off the old anxiety and then we're going to get back into it because we're going to update you guys on what's going on in our lives perfect i know right so anyways we're going to breeze out 
Uh, stay tuned, and we'll reach you guys in just a minute. What if it was possible to get local, fresh groceries delivered right to your front door? You could take up underwater basket weaving with all of that free time. Well, Instacart gives you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. Way better than the other guys that nickel and dime you every time you use their app. Forget that one ingredient you needed to make your grandma's famous casserole. Instacart can deliver it to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. No more rock-hard avocados. And they'll keep your eggs safe, too. To start your 14-day free trial, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store again. What's up, all you crazy streamers? Yes, you streamer people. I know who you are. You don't have TV. You only stream what you actually watch. Well, I got something cool for you. It's called Paramount Plus. Yes, Paramount. The Paramount. The one that's, you know, CBS, the big people. (laughs) Well, they came up with a pretty cool thing that you can stream all of their original movies and all of their original TV episodes. It's over 30,000 episodes in movies and originals. You can even stream live sports and news with limited commercial interruptions. The cool part about Paramount Plus 2 is they offer, they offer a commercial-free plan. And I don't know about you, but to not have to watch commercials would be so epic, even though I'm pitching a commercial to you right now. (laughs) But that's okay because I'm a comedian and that's what I do. Anyways, check out the um, the notes for the show. The link is in our notes. It's the Paramount Plus link. Use it because it supports the show. If you could, please, if you're going to sign up or you can go to our website at um, highlyirritable.org. The website there uh, has the link connected to it as well. So check them out. It's Paramount Plus. They're very affordable. And like I said, you can watch 30,000 episodes in movies, original, live sports, and news with limited commercial interruptions. Or you can check out their commercial free plan that they have. So everybody check it out. It's in our show notes, Paramount Plus. commercial break folks thanks for hanging tight for us while you listen to a few of our boring commercials and who are you dedicating that song to 
Thunder Kiss 1965. That is dedicated to my middle school years. Because <laughs> that's pretty much when they came out with that song. Mm. I love White Zombie, though. I miss them. I really do. Yeah. But, you you know, I also miss J-Lo, Jenny from the block. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Hey, you know what we ought to do? Is yes. probably say thank you to Liquid Death for murdering our thirst. Oh, yeah. What do you think of that? I think my thirst has officially been murdered. Yeah. No more parchment. No. I don't feel too parched. I have murdered my thirst. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, thanks, Liquid Death, for uh, keeping us hydrated during the show. We really love you for that. Yeah, for sure. And just so you know, Love Island returns to CBS on July 7th. So stay tuned. It's going to be one hot summer. And you can stream that on Paramount+. Plus. Did you watch that with me last season? I don't season? think I did. Did I not force you into that one? No, you you are pretty good about not making me do too much. Just the Bachelor. Just the Bachelor and, and the it, Bachelorette, Bachelor some, in Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> really, I mean, um, but not the Love Island and Love Is Blind and right. uh, what's well, that other Ninety Day Fiance. There's I'm so lucky. many that I leave you out on. <laughs> but I'm lucky because you don't do that to me, and and we have Paramount Plus, so you could technically like scorch me. I you should know. for um, research for the show purposes maybe you should include you <laughs> yeah whatever cardi has something to say about that hey. right <laughs> no but for real there's so many good shows on paramount right now there are and you guys can go ahead and check the show notes and click the highlighted section of the show notes where you can download paramount plus straight from the show yeah and make sure you get the commercial free one because yeah. it's totally worth it and you might as well write. And get to streaming, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Highly Irritable. You have now entered the Highly Irritable. Bleh. Let's get together, okay? Let's do this, Adam. You can do this. Ready, buddy? Welcome to the Highly Irritable section of the show. Oh, here we go. Marissa, let's top this bitch off. <laughs> what you got? What's been irritating for you this week? <sighs> you know what really irritates me? Hmm. Is when I'm having a terrible fucking day mm. and I hop on my Instagram and I see those positive people <laughs> with their <laughs> positive posts with their positivity just spewing out of them. And don't get me wrong, like, I love doing my own little positive posts. Like, but, I mean, some people, I just, God damn, and it's always when I'm in a terrible mood. They're reaching. That I just go on social media, and there it is. What, what is everywhere. the uh, What is the definition, or per se, what is the word you use, like the scientific word for what you're talking about? It's toxic positivity. (laughs) 
And for those of you that don't know what toxic positivity toxic is, positivity. let me give you the the definition. Um, Here we go. <clears throat> Webster. A noun, and it's the overgeneralization of a happy, optimistic state that results in the denial, minimization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. So in other news, <laughs> your positive post is invalidating my negative shit. Yeah. Okay. Would you stop let ruining me, my negative day? Let me feel you fucking losers. my feelings. Yeah. I, I'm trying not to cuss and I just threw in an F-bomb there, but that was the only way I could do it. Like, you mean like this guy? Hey, hold up. Look, listen. Hey, don't you realize that today wasn't promised? So the fact that you're watching this video right now, you are winning. Understand that. First of all, I don't care how bad today was. No matter what you're going through, listen to me. The fact that you're alive means that you're winning. And once you get through today, once you get through it, it's over with. It's done. Do you understand? You get to start over. That is like nails on a chalkboard to yes. me. Yes. So I feel like it's 50-50. So 50% of people would hear that and be like, yes, speak the truth. Like, yes, that's so good. And then the other half would be like, okay, I understand, but you're totally invalidating everything that I feel. So you're telling me that my feelings are not allowed. I'm not allowed to feel that today wasn't a good day. And what I live by is feel your feelings, but don't let them consume you. You well, know, I don't you like it when I'm not asking it. for that. Right. I'm not asking you for that shit. You came up to me and asked me, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just having a rough day today. And then I get, wait, hold up, listen. Right. Listen. I get this guy again. Hey, hold up, look, listen. Look, listen. Fear. Fuck everything and run. Nah. No. I. It's, to me, these people, it, for me, it's on social media. That bugs me the most. Because I feel like people are using the positive message because mm -hmm. they think, that they're reaching someone on social media. But to me, it's just a filler video because if you go look at their other videos, it has nothing to do with that. I feel like they're trying the, I feel like they're like telling themselves that. Right. Like you're, you're trying to like solidify <laughs> what your problem is and like pass it on to me. Like, I don't care. No, a hundred percent. I totally get what you're saying. Um, and I do that on my own Instagram. Like if I'm having like a down day, sometimes I will see like a positive post and I'm like, oh, that did help a little bit. And I'll like post it to my story. You know, mm -hmm. am I going to make a whole video about it with the, I don't know what that guy just said, but <laughs> the yeah. look, listen, no, I'm not going to do that. And I, I think you're right. It, it can be filler content. And I have noticed that. And I've done it myself. Here, listen, this is living proof of me trying to fill in the void because I had no content for Instagram. Being one of these people. Yeah. Motivational Monday, baby. Oh. That's right. Get up. Bobby Why am I doing this to myself? Just remember, you are exactly where you want to be right now in life. So if you're pissed off about it or angry, do something about it. I mean, shit. Quit sitting around on your ass doing nothing. Get up. You can accomplish anything you want to. Put your mind to it. Motivational. 
Motivational Mondays. Motivational Mondays. God damn. But like a week ago, this is the video I posted. There's nothing better than having a biscuit when I'm pooing. Sometimes I take a big, steamy poo-poo. And all I can think about while I'm sitting here on the toilet is a nice, beautiful biscuit. So I went from beautiful biscuits and pooping to Motivational Monday. Yeah, and then you just lost half of our followers right there. (laughs) God damn. Um, From now on, people, I will be taking control of highly irritable social media. I do apologize for any previous posts. If she has time for that. Yeah, (laughs) I apologize. Yeah. Um, So this is something I found about toxic positive people. It says that they like to keep avoiding every difficult topic with platitudes to shut down healthy and healing conversations. They act like even being in the same room with people who are expressing themselves is hard to do so. So they're basically those people like you're trying to talk to them about what's going on in your life and they're like, "Ah, I just can't take this right now. I just can't. Yeah. And they have to like leave like your negative aura is just affecting their, their just, they just can't handle it. Well, it's not their agenda. <laughs> yeah. And they, they can't take it. They're making a filler video for social media. Right. Like anybody gave a shit about you, Deborah. No, but there's people who live this lifestyle. Like their lifestyle is like to be ultra positive and they are toxic because well, of it. Like this is a thing. This is not just like your social media. Like people are overly positive and it's toxic to pe- like normal people. You but, know? but what's normal people? Are they just the negative ones? Yeah, maybe. I mean, are you get not, like you get mad at people for being people, positive and happy? Like, what no, are you supposed to do? Like, normal people you just wanna... who know how to deal with their feelings. Normal people who understand that it's okay to be sad sometimes. Mm. It's okay to go through, you know, a depressive state sometimes as Anxiety long as you're stuff. able to pull it out. It's okay to feel anxious. It's okay, yeah. you know, to be unhappy sometimes. As long as, you know, you do something about it. It's the people who say it's not okay to be sad. It's not okay to be unhappy. It's not okay to, you know, feel those things. And you are supposed to be happy 24-7. And they live in that that state of mind that say anybody who's not happy 24-7, I can't associate with. Mm. like that's insane and that irritates the shit out of me i guess that's just the way that they chose to live their life though because you irritate me so bad here are some helpful ways to readjust your mindset (laughs) oh god here we go here here i go um so the toxic thing to say would be don't worry be happy um a validating thing to say is it's okay to not be okay which is true it is okay to not be okay. Um, another toxic one would be, it could be worse. I hate that phrase. It could be worse. Mm. You know, don't you hate that? I don't know because I use that like on a daily basis when I'm upset at something. I know. And I think that irks me. And I tell I love myself you so like, much, but, uh, dude, it could be worse. Like. You could be way worse than where you are now. But I have been in a worse situation, and that's why I do that. 
Okay, so can I tell you the the validating response to that? Yeah. Um, would be other people's life experiences don't make yours less important. And I think if you went and talked to your therapist about this specific topic, they would tell you that. It sounds a little snowflakey to me. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> you need to talk to your therapist about this topic. Just listen, I want you to know something, okay? <laughs> like, your negativity is so important to everybody. I want them to know, like, that it is important, okay? Right. <laughs> right. I'm going to go ahead You're and telling me that's stop. not annoying? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it from both sides. And sometimes I really do just need a positive quote, you know? Yeah. Do I need a positive person to sit there and tell me it could be worse, look on the bright side, you know, whatever? No, I don't. But, you know, do I mind seeing, like, somebody's positive post here and there? No, because, like, chances are that is going to brighten my day. I do, like, do one daily positive post on my story yeah. once a day. Cause you know, you don't know if like somebody's going to read that and it can help uplift their mood. But if, yeah. if you have that Instagram, that's like fucking that dude. Yeah. It drives that me you nuts. displayed. I'm not going to follow you. I hate not. it. I hate it because I feel like number one, they ran out of content and number two, they literally are like telling themselves this, like you don't need to tell me, right? Like I don't need your fucking, I don't need your lessons per se. <laughs> right. Okay. But you want to know what's irritating me? Yeah. Not, I'm sorry. Um, the correct way to say is your irritation is important for sure. Okay. Oh, thank you <laughs> for validating <laughs> my irritation because I know it's important to feel my feelings. Correct. I want to feel your feelings. Do you see how much better that feels? Yeah, I'm totally into it. <laughs> no, but I got to tell you, one thing that has been irritating me is, does anybody else go to Starbucks and do the mobile order and they act like you don't exist when you go there? No. And let me tell you why. Um, my crippling social anxiety will not allow me to get out of my car to go into the Starbucks. I do drive through only. Well, let me tell you, anybody else that goes into the store when you get your mobile order, it is if you're like the plague. And there's only like two places that actually acknowledge that you've walked into the building. The rest of them, I swear to God, they act like they don't even know you're there. Okay. And then they get like irritated when you're like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm like, excuse me, Barbara. I have an, a mobile order and they're like, Ew, what do you want? What did you order? No, actually, they don't say that. They go, Name. What's your name? Yeah. And I'm like, it's Adam. And they're like, here it is. Do you want don't a drink they just, stopper? Um, set it on the counter or do they keep it behind the counters? <clears throat> they keep it behind the counter. Rona. Which they're supposed to put it in the mobile pickup section. So I don't even have to look at these idiots. Yeah, I thought like, you just walk in and grab it off the counter no, and walk out. It's this new thing now where like they are cooler than you. So like they can ignore you. Like there oh. has to be this stupid vibe inside of Starbucks. It's like 
it's like seeing someone and wanting to get an autograph and like they go oh and they like put their head down and pretend you're not there and you're like oh shit and you're like yeah. running after hey hey can i get your autograph and they're like what's your name those yeah i swear to you like i want to reach across the counter and choke them i want to be like dude you have one job well maybe it's time to go somewhere else the Starbucks is overrated it is, and I'm not drinking Starbucks, obviously, because of anxiety. Like, I'm sticking, uh, I'm I'm cutting my intake on caffeine back, like, a ton. Yeah. But still, it was, it's so irritating when you walk in there, and, like, you know, mobile ordering is basically for crackheads like me that want to get their fix and move. Like, run I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to talk to the drug dealer. Like, I don't want to hang out and play a video game with the guy that's giving me crack. I just want to, like, grab my crack, and I want to go. Like, I want to get back out on the streets and and buzz around and have my day. Mm -hmm. Like, they literally, they don't want to talk to you. They just want to torture you. Right. It's like the Starbucks torture. Yeah. Tell me more about how Starbucks baristas are drug dealers. They are. I think they're all secretive drug dealers. (laughs) I just can't take it. That's funny. I think they do it to fuck with you. I don't know. I, it's it's probably one of the most irritating things that I can honestly deal with because I hate when they literally sit there. They know you're there. Like, they can see you out of their peripheral vision and they choose not all they have to do is ask, like, for two seconds, did you have a mole order? Yeah, my name's Adam. Oh, here it is. See you later, man. Yeah. I don't need a hello, goodbye, kiss. What's your temperature? I don't need to get, you know, a a rectal exam. All I want you to do is hand me the plastic cup with the dark crap in it and let me be on with my way. Let me be on with, be be on my day. Like, let me get to my day. I can tell you're very flustered by this. It's so irritating. I can't explain it to you. Yes, I'm going to need you to calm down before I have to mm. get the heart rate monitor in here. Mm. Um, on a side note, have you ever had like Starbucks's food? No, I, I stay I didn't away know from we it. Were it's all microwavable Starbucks. Um, but now that we're talking about Starbucks and irritations, their food is dry. It's dry, they microwave dry, it. dry. And it, it's not good people. They microwave it. I've never been like satisfied with any of their food. Maybe a cake pop and like, maybe like a bagel. Maybe <laughs> they've got nothing on, um, Panera, Panera's bagels. Yeah. There, theirs are good. Starbucks food is crap. Get your drink and go. Don't eat there. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I try, I try to stay away from it because like I said, they literally put it in a microwave and they microwave it for 30 seconds. I believe it. It tastes like it. It does. It tastes like dehydrated crap. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's my third irritation. Yeah. Well, you want to know what else is irritating me? Oh, do you have another one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's irritations. It. I've, this one's been bugging me. I can't stand people who use reviews as leverage. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like um, you pay them for a good review? No. Or are the you like people threaten? Who, like threaten people that they're going to leave reviews or I'm just going to get my attorney because they're not getting their way oh. and they threaten like salespeople or businesses with Yelp you know, reviews. Yeah. Like do businesses care that much about they absolutely one do. Review? Because it's the big businesses, review. just so you guys all know, 
like the big businesses out there, they tie a lot of money for these companies into their reviews. So if like you're a, if you're a automotive dealership, it, 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 let's just talk about automotive, right? If you're Chevy or Ford or Toyota, they pump a ton of money into reviews because it's organic. Like it, it brings them up search wise, like they're a good place to go. Right. So basically they tie a bunch of money into these reviews and the consumer has found that out. So the consumer uses the reviews as leverage against the dealerships. Yeah. And against, you know, Walmart and all that. I mean, how many times have you seen people sitting there saying, I'm going to give you a nasty review? Or even like small mom and pop <laughs> shops or like yeah. restaurants. Your one review can devastate a place. And right. because you're having a bad day or whatever, like, dude, move on, whatever. If it, I'm so sick and tired of people using uh, reviews as leverage. And, and also, I'm sick and tired of reviews. I always say that <laughs> and I can't say I'm guilty of it because I never actually leave the review. But anytime you're like, oh, this place pissed me off. I'm like, oh, are you going to leave a bad review? And you're always like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> I always find it funny though. But I, I, because you know what the simple, the simple thing is just don't go there again. Right. Like, like if you they don't really need to leave a review, just no. don't go. You know what? And if you feel like let's give them a second chance. Are you, are you seriously going to leave a review and maybe make someone lose their job? Right. Like, what what kind of a jerk are you? And was it really that bad? Seriously. Or were you just having a bad day? Like, let's look, right. let's, let's have a reflection time here. Like, let's go into Karen and Craig here, okay? Karen and Doug. These two people come in. They're angry. Or better yet, the ones that are happy go home. And decide they didn't like something in particular about it. So they choose to completely dismantle the place of business that they went to in right. a review. Yeah. And the poor person that helped them in whatever endeavor they were doing gets completely smashed. I mean, a piece of their pay is gone because you left a review. You're a dick. Right. In my opinion. All you had to do was just choose not to go back. Or call the person and let them know. And if they don't help you from there, then definitely don't go back. But you're going to leave a bad review and then still go back to that place because you knew you could do it to get more free shit. You're oh, a freeloader. Yeah. You're a mooch. It's like extreme couponing. For 100%. And you're a piece a of crap. Penny pincher. People like have you how many times you've seen people going in the grocery store creating a huge stink because something they bought was bad or something. Okay, don't buy it. Right. I don't know. It it just drives me crazy. Do you remember when we were oh, where did we go? But you had gotten like a bad lunchable or something. It was like an adult oh, lunchable, like a little mini God. charcuterie. That was board. on the way to uh on our way home from Ramona. We went to Ramona. And we were all hungry and we didn't get we didn't get any food because it was still shut down for coronavirus. So like we didn't stop to get food. Yeah. But this liquor store was open and I said, let me go get you guys snacks. And yeah. we all went and got snacks. Everybody was, was fine except for mine decided to have mold on it. Like extreme mold. It was so disgusting. And it wasn't past the expiration date. Nothing. No. So we have no idea why yours was so gross. No, it was. <laughs> it was expired. That was the issue. We were angry because it was expired. And oh, was it expired? Yes. I thought it was just moldy. No. 
it was like three months expired. Right. But you didn't like want like a refund or anything no. else from the gas station. No. Like you were just mad. <laughs> I, I went like, in and what? I told them, you might want to go check your, your shelves. I said it with an F word. You might want to go check your F and shelves because you're serving people moldy food. And they go, oh my God. Do you, I'm so sorry. Do you want something for free? I said, no, I just will never be back here ever again. <laughs> you disgusting, foul people. Because I ate your moldy cheese and your moldy cracker. But would you have left a review? No, no. because chances are after that incident, they never they're never not going to do it again. And if and it if did happen do- again, well, no, but here's the thing though. If it did happen again, the food and administration board will come in and shut them down. Right. And and if multiple people have it happen to them, then they'll just go out of business and they don't deserve to be in business. Yeah. But to ruin some poor guy's job because you had a bad day is the you're the worst human being on planet Earth and you shouldn't be allowed to buy something. You shouldn't right. be allowed services. <laughs> oh, people, people, people. They're there it's terrible. It's terrible. And I hate that People have the option to do that because businesses have found that reviews boost their organic search engine on Google. You know what's so funny, though, to me is like, even though people can leave reviews, like how does Taco Bell and like McDonald's have like almost five stars? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because there's so many that the bad ones don't really get seen anymore. So, like, they just kind of filter out. But who's going to take the time out of their day to leave, like, a five-star review for a Taco Bell? I don't know. But I'm pretty sure that there's people that do it. Like, because people care that much. It's fast food. Like, who in their right mind is going to take the time out of their day and be like, wow, that was, like, the (laughs) best chicken nugget I've ever had. (laughs) Let me leave a five-star. I'd understand if they had all one stars because everyone wants to leave a negative review. But who's going to leave that five-star? Like, this is the best damn chicken nugget I've ever had. And they were so fast. My review for McDonald's would go as so. Are you ready? Yeah. I first off want to say that I knew the food was good from McDonald's. I knew it was excellent the minute I bit into it. The reason why is because what followed after I ate that food with the scorching hot, extremely bad, skin sweating, nauseating diarrhea I got right after I ate that quarter pounder with cheese. It was excellent. (laughs) And I want to say thank you to McDonald's because I love you. And even though I get diarrhea, I still choose to go sit in your drive-thru for 30 minutes to wait for a 10-second hamburger. (laughs) Oh, what was that comment on TikTok? Um, It said, oh, my God, don't let me blink on it right now. That I I read to you about Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I can't remember, but it was so funny. Oh, my God. The one about, like, the, the bad diarrhea or something like that. Oh, uh, oh! Nobody uh, buys Taco Bell; they just rent it. Yeah, they rent it because it just goes out of your body. <laughs> nobody buys Taco Bell; you rent it. <laughs> I can't. The only time I maybe would have left a five star review for Taco Bell would have been um, the first time, the first, not yeah. the second or the third, but the first time we ordered that really big nachos box uh-huh. from them. Uh, the first time was like not disappointed. We were like 
completely surprised oh, it was so epic. by like how huge this box was. Yeah. It was fully loaded. It was like amazing. The second time, not so much. The third no. time was like lame as fuck. Yeah. But like the first time, maybe possibly I would have left like a five star review on this box of nachos, <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> I'm gonna next time I'm gonna leave a five star review while I'm having diarrhea. <laughs> I I just feel like any person that leaves the five-star review, it's like as they're eating it or like right after, it's definitely not, you know, an hour later when the, they're shitting themselves well, from the Well, all food. I can say is the euphoria must be incredible for someone <laughs> right. to stop and do a 10-minute review on a 10-second hamburger That's or 10-second burrito. Like it, it's out of this world. Like yeah. I understand an actual restaurant, but... For you that is taking the time out of your day to leave a review for a fast food chain. Right. You need a hobby. Yeah. And if this is your hobby, I mean. You well, need a hobby. Well, oh my God. You. Yeah. You poor bastard. You actually took the time out of your day to completely give a five star review for a fast food restaurant. For fast food. Like it took you uh, longer to write that review than it did to eat but your meal. Given that. The same person that leaves a five-star review for a fast food restaurant is the same person that would stop to tank a restaurant for giving them bad food. For real. Also true. For real. There is like professional Yelpers out no, there. No, there is. And they're, they're pieces of crap. Like, have you ever like read a review and then clicked on their profile and it's like 500 reviews and I'm like, mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Wow. Calm down. I just, you know what? If you are so upset with something then just stop using it it's I, that simple i can tell you right now um we're gonna get a lot of reviews after this i doubt it <laughs> if you guys get a chance though please uh when you go on apple itunes leave us a review it helps with our organic search engine and people can listen to our podcast so that would be awesome yeah. to all of our fans if you could just leave us a review even if it's just a five star um and if you want to write a note go ahead I know we're saying it's totally annoying, but yeah. when it comes down to you doing it for us, it's, it's okay. slightly less annoying. Right. <laughs> but anyways, should we, uh, that was, we had a good show today. I yeah. hope you guys liked it. I didn't know so many things were irritating you lately. I, I guess it's just one of those things when you start talking about it, it's, it's so easy to bring it up. Right. You know, but I agree. Should I hit my final thoughts instead of uh, we're kind of running out of time. I won't be able to touch on what's going on with the Smith family. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I think you guys got pretty much caught up yeah. um, in the first half. So yeah. I, that's I, okay. The anxiety and all that stuff. I guess that's true, right? Yeah. So final thoughts. Are you ready, Marissa? I'm ready. Okay. Final thoughts. Here we go. I think basically... Over the last couple of weeks, I have noticed so much about myself. Number one, I'm a hypochondriac, and I think that I'm dying all the time. And I also have a massive fear of death. And I guess it's just because what happens when you die? That is the age-old question. We're born and we die. What happens when you die? I am so curious to know, like, is it true? Do you float up into the clouds and Jesus is standing there and his arms are open and you put on a white 
robe and you start eating golden fruit and walking in golden streets? Or do you go to hell and, you know, pay for your sins and never see your family again? Or do you get eaten by bugs and never think again? Or here's my fear. I have this rattling fear that if you die, your brain lives on, even without oxygen. So I feel like my biggest fear is that I'm going to die and be in like a lifelong dream world where I'm dreaming of the worst things that could ever possibly happen to you. And that is why I have anxiety. I don't want that to happen. So I've told Marissa just to burn my body because I don't want my brain alive, number one. And if I do, for some reason, go into this dream world because my brain is still functioning, I'm just curious, like, what happens when you die? It freaks me out every day. And I get on these rants inside of my own head about it. I don't know. Maybe you guys can comment on what you guys think happens when you die. And give us, you know, your take on it. And at the same time, if for some reason you happen to run into me and Marissa at the morgue, because we're doing research on death, just tell us that it's going to be okay. Make sure that you get a picture with us. Make sure that maybe we sign an autograph for you, even though we're not that famous. But we will. We'll pull out our Sharpies. We have them sitting on our hands because we, you know, are waiting for our first fan to say that's Marissa and Adam. And make sure you go on the website, check out our merch. Make sure you go to our affiliate companies and click on those links so that we can get a little bit of money to keep streaming the podcast. And make sure you leave us a couple reviews. But when you're done with that, if you could please, just look at me and Marissa And tell us, go fuck yourself.